It's it. It's finally here. F1 preseason testing. There's a lot of things to look forward to this upcoming F1 preseason testing weekend starting this Friday at 1 a.m. stateside in America. Now, if you're like me, you finally got into F1, and this is the first time you've watched preseason testing. Last year was actually my first time I've watched. There's a lot of things to look forward to, and also not to look forward to. We're going to go over them all today in the episode right now. Before I go any further, I want to give a special shout-out to last year's inaugural... Like I should say, initial F1 Twitter spaces. First time I hopped on Twitter spaces, really, uh, with a lot of individuals. Shout out to some recurring guests. The F1 Diplomat, Barstool, Rory, Dr. Obbs. A lot of people in this spaces as testing was going on. And if you'd have told me even the year before then that I would be up at 1 in the morning on a Friday watching F1 presences and testing, I probably would have thought you were loco. Anyways, back to regularly scheduled programming here. Let's start off with the ugly of the weekend. Things we can't control as F1 fans, particularly here in America, unless there's a race going on stateside. The number one thing I am not looking forward to this weekend, I will tell you, is pulling an all-nighter. Do not look forward to staying up in the wee hours of 1 a.m. to who knows when. It's one of the painstaking things of being an F1 fan, but it's obviously necessary. As an American, it's obviously easy to say because let's be real, we're used to this most weekends. Our European friends have a little bit more of a leg up where we are on the back foot, if you will, but it's got to be done for the fandom. On a different end though, speaking of European fans... I am most intrigued to actually start off and see what the Mercedes fans, both stateside and European and all over the world, think of the Mercedes testing going on this weekend. And what do I mean by that? There was a lot of issues of porpoising last year with Mercedes. We saw a lot of different setups. We saw Lewis Hamilton getting creative. I think we saw George Russell being a little more consistent with the car. Both could be argued either way. Regardless, Mercedes did not have the season that we thought they would. They had a concept with their side pod, no side pod, however you want to call it. And it, you know, even though we're early on in the performance curve, as a previous episode with Dr. Obbs had highlighted very well last season, some teams get the concept right, like Red Bull, other teams don't. And are these teams that didn't get the concept right going to stick to their guns to hopefully get it right and have a breakthrough, or are they not? And in Mercedes, I'm very curious to see how that goes. And I'm going to reference Dr. Obbs again here really quick in his podcast, Tech Heads F1, because they did an awesome breakdown of the new Mercedes car for this season, and I cannot highly recommend that more enough. I will keep a link or put a link rather to that in the show notes here. The second thing I am most excited, which could not be referenced about with preseason testing here, I should say third thing, waking up was the one thing I didn't look forward to, Mercedes. Now we're on to good old Red Bull. So Red Bull had an impeccable last season. We had this very awkward livery review daniel ricardo came out kind of cringy not him just the whole setting of it we've had some driver shifting obviously you know we, we again we got danny rick going to red bull but we're finally going to see the car actually launched 
you know, how much faster is Red Bull going to be this year than last year? And in reality, we're not going to know until they hit the track. And I think you cannot be a fan of F1 and not be excited to see how the constructor champion of last year and defending champion as well, Max Verstappen respectively, how they're going to come out with testing this year. That's going to be a huge highlight and will give a lot of these teams at least some metric to how close they are or boy oh boy how far away they are. Another thing obviously to watch as well going back through teams is Daniel Ricciardo's previous team, McLaren. Now with McLaren, we've had a lot of discussion uh, with, you know, last year, their wheels, even though they're Google Chrome, felt like they were Internet Explorer, the car's still loading, the memes and the jokes go on. However, their floor concept this year has been getting the most noticeable attention, particularly because they've blurted out for the most part. Now, what will this floor design be? Does this... Does this car have the breakthrough that we referenced earlier that could close the proverbial gap, or could it not? And on top of that, it would be hard not to reference McLaren without their new driver, Oscar Piastri. And with Oscar Piastri, I'm gonna droop, droop. I am going to group other drivers as well. Nick DeVries and Logan Sargent, an American on the grid for the first time in a long time. These are new rookies on the grid that are going to be in an F1 car for their first season of preseason testing as F1 actual drivers with seats. Granted, they may have preseason tested before, but let's not cut to the nuances or split hairs on that. Anyways, I am most excited to see how these drivers perform. Better yet, how do they perform to their other driver counterparts? The biggest rivalry I see or... Uh, I guess I should say, not see, I'm most forward to looking to is the Oscar Piastri Lando Norris driver matchup. That will be very intriguing to see. Preseason testing might not give us enough, but I'm sure obviously the season will. And the rookies watching them will be very interesting. Speaking of rivalries, it will be hard, or driver lineups rather, it will be hard not to also mention the newest one of the newer driver one of the newer driver lineup rivalries possible on the grid. Sorry, tongue twister here. The Baguette Boys, Esteban Ocon versus Pierre Gasly. How did those drivers match up this season? Ocon coming out and stating he's gonna be as equally as an aggressive driver as he was against Fernando Alonso, where it ultimately led him to have more success than Alonso last season. Pierre Gasly, no feelings, no friends, RIP, any dreams of going really up and back to Red Bull. Now he's moved on. He's coming home stateside with Team Alpine. How will those two match up? Preseason testing again will give us a glimpse, dip our toe in the water, but we won't be sunken in head first. Definitely something to look forward to though regardless. Another thing I'm looking forward to, to be honest, Ferrari. There has been so much... And there has been so much buildup at Team Ferrari with this new car. The suspense is actually killing me. Now, I will give Ferrari credit. They did give us a livery launch. I feel like they did it the right way compared to a lot of other teams. So I'm going to be cautiously optimistic that they're going to actually do really well in testing this year. If you follow some people on social media, 
they have finally come out with the odds for betting on this next season of F1, both individual world champion and constructors championship. And I won't allude to who my money may or may not be on. Not that I promote gambling at all, but it's could always be worse. That it may involve Red Bull, to say the least. And it also may involve Ferrari. I'm sorry, Mercedes. But how will Ferrari do this year? Testing is a great indication of that. Last year, we thought, obviously, they had a you know really fast, respectable car. Last season, their strategy was to go fast, but obviously not respectable enough to win races or their drivers respect as well. We got a new team principal. We got a great driver lineup. How will Ferrari do remains to be seen. And we can't mention Ferrari without mentioning Team America in the white Ferrari of Haas. We got Hulkenberg as a driver. We've essentially as Team America, as I'm just going to pronounce this that team as I have before on this podcast. We have Hulkenberg now. We're going with experience. Will Hulkenberg be faster than Kevin Magnuson in preseason testing? My prediction unbiased, I will say no. However, this driver pairing once again and the strategy of Haas is to win now at all costs. We got Andretti, another team, knocking on the door to be America's second team. Primarily, probably America's first team if they come in. I could see a lot of people jumping ship and going Team Andretti, Cadillac. You know, you name it. But, again, new drivers on the grid and also new reasons to actually watch the sport. Pretty long-winded there. However, these are a few things to look forward to in testing. A great reiteration. New cars, new drivers, new reasons to watch. If you haven't gotten into F1, hopefully this podcast can do it for you. If you're already into F1, I can't encourage enough to promote the sport to others as well. Drive to Survive has given us such a great glimpse into the lives of these drivers. And on top of it, done such a great drive into promoting the sport globally and especially stateside. That's all I got for you guys today. Take care. We'll talk soon.